0: This is Andrew Stravers, and I'm Ryan Whittle. Welcome to camp. Yo. Hey.
1: What's up?
0: We're back.
1: Fuck's up, We're dude. We're here. Are you drinking a spritzer? No, it's a yerba mate fucking whack i like yerba dude i never had a yerba and i don't really care to try one well here's the thing you don't get the crash you don't get the coffee crash really yeah
0: i don't really crash after coffee i don't think i just stay up all day except for right now i'm feeling very down
1: <laughs>
0: feeling very down i'm laying horizontally not my best morning honestly
1: We have to do a shorter podcast today because the rest of the fucking nerds in our band, those nerds, they're showing up soon. And we like to do this secretly. Like, we don't ever, ever let them watch us when we do this. Why would they? Like, when we do our podcast, no one is allowed to watch. We're choosy.
0: I just say, I say, turn your head. When Tanner's in here, I say, turn your head. I'm speaking with Andrew. (laughs) That's what I say, though. And you know that, and he knows that. I said When I say, turn your head, he turns his head. He does. He doesn't, he even, has to. He doesn't even think of, like, not doing what you say. I said, Andy, Andy look up. Just look straight up into the sky, because I don't want your eyes upon me at all when I'm doing this. <laughs> and it's not because I'm nervous. It's just because he doesn't deserve to look at us through this.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Like, ever since we started the podcast, the dynamic in the band has gotten kind of awkward, because, like, if... We're all sitting in a room, and me and Ryan start talking to each other, and they try to listen. We get really upset and like, yeah, tell them to fuck off. Say, like, hey,
0: can you guys pull, can you guys pull your ears?
1: Yeah, plug it. Or 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 if like we we I'm we, no, we, we
0: don't even say anything. We just we do the thing where we we put both of our hands on our ears and we just stare at them, and we like God. like ear muffs, guys. Daddies are about to start talking, so ear muffs, guys. And we, we, we just we, like we don't say em. anything. We just we just put our hands onto our ears, and they know, and or we always make them leave the room. Cause they're scum, and we're there's a hierarchy
1: now. There is, and we are so much better than them. We are the camp counselors. They are the children that are the scum of the camp. I went out
0: last night with Andy, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, are you the lead?"
1: The and, lead. And, and, well, wait, what? wait, dude. No, no, what? no. You think you're the lead? Wait,
0: one? wait. No, no listen. To this. They said they would say they walked up to me and Andy, and so I obviously I thought they were talking to Andy, and they started saying they're like, "Oh my God." I literally cannot believe this, but are you the lead? And Andy just goes, "Yes." And they're like, "Who are you?" I was talking to oh, the lead. to the lead guy up from the podcast, the oh, Camp Podcast. No,
1: this did not happen.
0: <laughs> I swear, oh, they haven't. Wow. And they said, they said, they said, "Are you the lead?" And Andy just like, "Yeah, yeah." And he already had a sharpie in his hand. It was did really it, sad. Oh he had to put his sharp God, his own. Dude. He brings his own sharpies out with him. He has like one of
1: those, like those, like those, like little things that holds the the sharpie onto your belt. Oh, it's a leash. Yeah, he does. He has a chain because he just
0: signs it, and then he drops his hand, and then it just slowly
1: goes. It's like right (laughs) back up
0: to his fucking (laughs) pocket.
1: Dude, that must have like, did his ego just like, like implode in front of your eyes? Dude, it was
0: hard to watch. Honestly, I felt like that scene in Dear Zachary. You know which scene I'm talking about, but the one that leaves you kind of almost speechless for a few weeks afterwards yes i do I and do i looked in his about. eyes and i was just like he may never recover from this and we may we may need to get him help now oh man because this you know how andy
1: gets when he gets a hard blow and this is not gonna be good for him but that's a tough one hey do you know do you remember when that happened to me on the Iration tour you do remember this right <laughs> oh my god do yeah. you remember this right yeah okay yes. so what what happened we were taken we, we were taken- at the, <laughs> We're, we're, we're at the merch booth. So every
0: night after our shows, like after our sets, especially when we open up for, like if it's not our headliner, no, we do it on our headliners too, but after we play, We go out into the crowd, and we go to our merch booth, and we go to the crowd, and we meet, like, as many people as we can. Yep. Because, like, we feel that's important. We want to meet everybody. And we're just
1: nice. I mean, we're just really nice guys. We're so down
0: to fucking earth. (laughs) It's insane.
1: We're so down,
0: dude. We're so down to earth. I ate a nutri bar before I came here. Like, you know, who? (laughs) I'm down to earth. And so,
1: no, we we go into the crowd, and we meet everybody. And then, so... So, wait, our our merch booth, we were, uh, I I feel like we were somewhere in, like, Texas or somewhere funny. And our merch booth after the show, I remember this was at a House of Blues venue. Our merch booth was right next to Iration's merch booth after the show. So we're all, you know, we're the fucking opening band, like trying to get people to come hang out with us at our merch booth. And we did, we were taking some photos with some fans. And then uh, (laughs) Iration's merch booth was right next to us. And this girl walks up to me and she goes, can I get a picture? And I was like, oh yeah, sure. And so like, I like step out to like, like I'm obviously getting ready to like be in the photo with her when someone takes a photo of us. Cause yeah. I thought she was asking for a photo yeah. of me in that photo, <laughs> yeah. but she looks it's at me research. and she goes, thanks. And she hands me her phone and she goes and walks over right next to Joe and Micah for Iration. <laughs> and all three of you saw it happen and everyone just fucking started dying laughing. Oh, dude, I think even Nijo saw it. it, it Iration's cr- merch guy. I remember that very well. It was they really did. Good. And like I think like six people saw it and just started laughing. And that hurts you. And it did. It did hurt me. But you know what, dude? I just, I overcame it, man.
0: I'm scanning the room for my nipple
1: cream. I don't know what I did with it. I thought I left it here. I fucking told you to put your nipple cream in the same spot every day you get here because you always do this. (laughs) I always am just searching for nipple cream. (laughs) (laughs) My whole life is just fucking, where's the
0: nipple cream? Where is it? Is it under the cupboard? Is it under my pillow? It's under Under the cupboard? Under the cupboard. That would be just on the counter, but
1: is it there? Is it a prescription nipple cream?
0: No, it's just for like, you know, just for rough nips. Yeah. Um, It's for mothers
1: with rough nips. I mean, so far, like, we're pretty focused on this episode compared to the last one. Last one was rough. Last one was not a easy ride. There were a few bumps in the road. Sometimes I scan through the episode after
0: and, like, try to see if there's, like, a funny clip or something. And that one just gave me anxiety and I just stopped and I didn't even post. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I just couldn't do it. No, if anybody's...
1: So... Nipple uh, cream
0: is, dude, it's the cure to chap lips. If anybody ever has really bad chapped lips, you just use a little nipple cream on you. So nipple cream works the best for that. It's the absolute best. Okay. It's it's just like a...
1: That's why people come here. They come for the tips. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, nipple cream. So let's talk about a couple of cool things that have been happening in our uh, world. So first of all, let's plug. We got a new single. It's called Way Too High. It drops on October 16th. 16th. Uh, Very fucking dope song honestly it's one of the more exciting songs that i think we've done in a while um yeah this it's like gonna
0: it's gonna be like the people will hear it and that's kind of what we're going for i don't know the new album's a little different from it but it's gonna ease people into what we're what we're doing now and i'm so stoked on the song yeah it's gonna be really dope it's gonna be sick I, it's just like it's it's different There, I oh don't know dude since we we came to the studio yesterday today's Saturday so everybody will be listening to this on Monday I'm just giving you guys a little you know roadmap of what days what you know but we we're here yesterday <laughs> for now. and uh, we went through all the songs that we have written so far for the album and we cut like five of them because you know we trim fat here we sweated out. We went to this. We took the songs. We put them in a sweat lodge. Yeah. In Sedona, we took them up to, to Sedona. We put them in a sweat lodge, and four of them died. Yeah. In the sweat lodge, they did. Dude, I <laughs> I recently listened to a podcast about people dying in sweat lodges in Sedona. <laughs> so you're relating that to our music? Yeah, that we can't we make put all of our songs into a sweat lodge in Sedona, and four of them didn't make it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We and they were the we, fattest ones.
1: Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> fattest ones never make it. So here's the thing. We are really responsible. We've grown up a lot lately, and this is the first time Catastro has ever just gotten organized before making an album. I mean, we have a fucking magnificent whiteboard hanging behind us right here at the studio with 13 songs on it, and there's a fucking beautiful graph, and it says drums, guitar, bass, vocals, and then there's even a notes section, and everything is marked right now. Everything is marked. We know what we're doing.
0: Yeah, we do. And it feels good. And this album is fucking insane. For, like, we've never, I would say not since we recorded Poking Holes in a Pattern, have we wrote the songs before going into the studio.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Honestly. we're more prepared more prepared than ever before. And I feel like uh, we had... We had a lot of conversations about what we wanted to achieve, and like I feel like we had a much more focused direction on this album, which yielded different results. Yeah, Um, I mean, like usually we put weeks
0: into it, and we're just so fucking good that that's just enough, you know. So this time we put months into it for all y'all. Yeah, and it's worth it. No, but we really we went in like yesterday. When we came in to do the uh, the weigh in on the songs, you know, to trim the fatties, we <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, for we did sure. the all right. So when it was the weigh in day, yeah, and did to trim the fatties of the of the songs
1: on it, we um I just lost track completely. <laughs> well, about... you're talking about how we fat shamed certain songs on the album. <laughs> yes.
0: No, but we um, I don't know. It's just like we were very very specific on. Like, we cut some songs that I think are really fucking good songs. It's just, we want this album to be, like, one you listen to all the way through, and it all makes sense together, and it all sounds good going into the next song. And there's no songs that are, like... Like, we have some weirder ones on it, but they're, like... They fit, and they're fucking cool. It's not, like... Nothing, like, out of nowhere. It's just, like, the whole song... Or the whole album's a fucking vibe. Yeah, it really is. It's a vibe. That dude's gonna fucking ride his skateboard and drink cranberry juice to it. It's that oh, good. I like that video. I love it. It makes me so happy. I'm happy for him because he's so happy. I'm nervous about him because it seems like he's drinking a lot of juice.
1: <laughs> he Maybe he has a UTI, bro. True. He's trying you know. to get that, that pee-pee right, you know? Something else that uh, is pretty cool that we recently did was we got hit up by a, a pretty big DJ from Denver who happens to be on Steve Aoki's label, and he hit us up and was like, hey, we want you say guys... Say his name. You can't just say uh, whose label he's on. Uh, DJ Bear Grills. Hell yeah. And uh, so he hit us up and we're going to be... We just tracked uh, some vocals on a song that he sent us. So it's going to be a Bear Grills featuring Catastro track. Yeah. And now we're excited about that. And it was cool because we got to track it. It was like the first thing we tracked at this new studio that we just moved into. And... Uh, we actually had um, me and Andy
0: for the song did a skype session with our friend colin avery who just was in town but like we were he was in back in utah when we did the skype session we wrote the song over skype and i was like dude this is crazy this is like a future yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean like i mean when when i say we wrote the song over skype we answered the skype and he's like well i was thinking maybe we do something like this and me and andy were like oh my god that's amazing and then we just like worked <laughs> out the lyrics and it was like done in yeah. like 15 minutes but um but yeah, man, I'm really, I'm stoked. It was just so, it's so different working on a song like that because it's they're structured completely different than like what we do. Totally. And it's like, I mean, like you know, none of us like we do more hip hop or we do only hip hop production and shit like that. Uh, but it's cool to like just do something completely different because it's a full different world that I'm not, like, I don't know anything about really at all. Same. So for um, sure. it was cool. Like we were stoked, and I was, I've been like emailing him back and forth all week just like giving updates and he seems like a really cool guy and the track that he sent us is sick so yeah i'm excited for that man i'm excited too it's rad shout out bear grills man that's dope yeah so um what else we got new oh um yeah i'll just out it um andy's sister had a baby andy's sister had a baby selena andy's now an uncle the baby's name is mia she weighs seven pounds one ounce how, wow, you know that. My ass, Andy, last night. <laughs> uh, no, but we're we're super happy. I, I grew Andy's up. Andy's an uncle. Yeah, I grew up with Andy, and uh, so I grew up with his sister as well. And so it's it's cool. I'm happy for her and Jeff, and you know, congrats, congrats to all of them. That's always a good thing.
1: Yeah, it's dope. It's awesome.
0: It is awesome.
1: What else? Uh, I bought some uh, Mythic Goat coffee today. The, so the guy that owns the studio that we are now renting out um, started a coffee company. It, literally in the next room, like we walk out of the room of our studio and it's into this warehouse where he roasts coffee. And uh, he, I, I bought a bag of coffee from him today. So I'm excited to try that tomorrow. You did? He just roasted it. He literally, it fell out of the roaster into the bag and then he handed me the bag. So like mm. it's the freshest coffee you'll never have.
0: Oh. I was wondering, like, well, every time I walk into this warehouse, I'm like, it smells kind of like the inside of a toaster.
1: Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Tanner walked in here yesterday and goes, did you burn your food in here? And I said, what? And I was like, no, he's roasting coffee, dum-dum. Yeah, it smells like the inside of a, a toaster. Like- and you know what I said to him? Actually, he said that, and you know what I said to him? He said, Tanner, can you look the other way?
0: Yeah. Hey, earmuffs, bud. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> Daddy's talking. We refer to ourselves as daddies, so and we have to say it, like, kind of almost sexual, and it's weird, but we have to go, Daddies? And that's what we do. I've been saying, I've been adding daddies to the end of just anything I'm saying, really. Yeah. And it's just really brought joy to my life. Yeah. It's recondo to my brain. It's organized everything. And just saying daddies is, I love it. I love yeah. that for me.
1: I do love that for you, too.
0: Oh, boy. So today we are getting in once the guys get here and we're just gonna start writing some lyrics, huh? Yeah, we're gonna start writing lyrics. I don't feel good today, ma'am. Why? Because you went out. Because I went out. I haven't I haven't gone out at night in probably four years. I don't know. I don't like. <laughs> I don't go to bars at night. You know. Yeah. And and I don't feel good about it. But I woke up and I had a sandwich and I had a couple beers.
1: Was there any type of distancing involved, or was it kind of all like? Um, like it was a
0: hodgepodge of
1: just different types of things. We went to one place and they were incredibly strict. I went to Gracie's Tax Bar in Phoenix... Dude, I uh, fucking love Gracie's. ...like two weeks ago, and they had a very organized, very uh, spaced out situation there that was very comfortable. I miss. I lived in that apartment
0: complex right around the corner there for like a year. Yeah. And I really miss being able to just walk to there. But then also, you're just walking in the middle of downtown Phoenix at night, and it's kind of scary sometimes. Yeah. Dude, when we lived there, there was this girl that lived there, and she got... Some kids hit her in the fucking face with a pipe. She was just, like, walking from Chibo. She she ordered food at Chibo. You know where that is? Like, right across, like, Kitty Corner to where we were at? Yeah. And um, she just, like, walked there, picked up her food, and came back, and they fucking hit her with a pipe, had to get, like, surgery and shit. Fuck. Scary. That's terrible. Did there's people, like, living... Like, where I live now, it's like I'm kind of surrounded by... Not nice areas, but my place is really nice, you know? I know, it's funny, like, the area is shitty, but you go into your complex, it's, like, it's really nice. So nice, yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, it, it's fine, but I don't feel, like, as nervous in that area still as I did
1: in downtown Phoenix at night, like... Downtown Phoenix at night is fucking sketch. Yeah, like, I like, mean... Like when still... Kimmy worked, uh when Kimmy's working at Crescent... Oh, yeah. Like, when they get off, when the girls there get off their shifts... They have a security guard that walks them to their car because like through that area there's just like sketch ass people walking around shit. Dude,
0: remember when we were filming shit with uh with Chris Vick and Mm -hmm. we were at my apartment there and we're filming like on the roof and we started walking down through downtown and it was like not even like really night and that homeless guy comes up and he's like, Do you wanna come see where I buried my shit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, What? And he goes, and, like, like he, he hopped a fucking, like, seven-foot fence, and he was, like, on meth, and he was huge. He was, all like, right. a big fucking guy. He was scary as fuck. Yes,
1: he was. I do remember that, but this reminds me of the t- first time we played in, what's our favorite
0: city called? Wait,
1: let me just finish this really The Mountain Dew quick. Hat? Come on. Let me finish this first. Can you tell that one next? Uh, yeah, we'll tell that one all next. Right. That's all a right. good on.
0: one. I'm excited. Go all ahead. Right. So, this guy, we were all walking, we were like, filming and shit, and, well, and shit... <laughs> perfect segue into what i'm about to talk about this dude fucking hops like a seven foot fence and just lands and like we're all like looking around and like he was fucking silent and we just hear like a thud and i turn around it's this giant fucking guy on meth and he like comes up and gets really close and i think he puts his arm on like chris vick and chris was being like a little like not uh, like kind of like like i don't know i just felt like it was like things were about to go down and he just goes come back here. I want to show you where I bury my shit. And we're like, what? And he's like, my shits. I bury my shits back here. And we're like, no, no, like we're not going back there with you to look at your shits that you bury. He's like, guys, are you sure you don't want to come back here? Just come back here with me. Come on guys, let's go. And we're like, oh my God, this guy's going to kill us and (laughs) bury us with his shits. Maybe we're his shits. Maybe his shits weren't shits. And they're just random people walking around downtown Phoenix at night. (laughs) All right. Perfect segue. Shits like that. Two different types of sh- or actually same types of shits.
1: Bakersfield. Fresno. Fresno. Okay. Is there a difference? Kinda. Yeah, Bakersfield's nicer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hey, no offense to anyone that's listening in In Fresno. Things. Nobody that's All right, listen- we're in Fresno. We
0: pull up. It's dark. It's weird. The venue sucks. Yep. The green rooms uh actual. The storage. green rooms.
1: The green room is one of those green rooms where you're sitting in there before you play your show and you're reevaluating your entire life and being like, fuck, did I make the wrong decision by wanting to be in a band? Yeah. What the fuck am I doing with my life? That it, that type of green room.
0: It, no, it's literally not even inside the venue. The green room's uh, one of those big storage oh containers yeah. that's just dropped in the parking lot. It's
1: literally what Dexter murders people inside yeah. of. And there's just one couch in there and a ton of graffiti. <laughs> that's it. It's like less comfortable <laughs> yeah. than what Dexter would murder someone in.
0: I'd rather be murdered than no. just spend more time in that room. But uh, we <laughs> went to go get food, yeah. Yeah, we did. Or we uh, just maybe we went to go see actually, the city. Actually, actually,
1: actually, you bravely went off by yourself, and you came back with this story to tell us. So no, you, somebody was with me. Uh, maybe was yeah, you it was and Tanner? Tanner. I think it was me. All and Tanner. So you and Tanner are walking down the street to get like fucking get a sandwich. You were probably getting yeah. a sandwich. Probably,
0: I don't know what I was getting, but we we were walking. No, we okay. were walking to try to find a restaurant because like it's like straight up Fresno. Nobody lives there. It's a ghost town. It's just vampires. It's like Corpus Christi. Like nobody actually lives there. Um, and we were walking and this guy walks up to us and he opens up his jacket, like all those old timey people that are trying to sell watches. And he goes, do you guys want to buy a hat? And we're like, what? (laughs) He's like, do you want to buy a hat? And it was a mountain dew code red hat. (laughs) And I was like, no. And he's like, okay, bye. And he walked away and his pants were just full of shit. (laughs) <laughs> like he had just shit his pants like he was like actively just shitting his pants while talking to us and just turned around and it was just like just the stain was growing oh that sucks yeah that's
1: it was, sad but like i feel like the way and then present- i went back
0: and sat in the fucking storage thing and i was just like Ugh, let's leave life of a rock star baby yeah yes daddy
1: <laughs> he's like do you want to buy a house? i was like no daddy it's like, you shit yourself, daddy. Like, no, I actually can't buy your shit-covered hat because I have to go sit in a storage container before I go, go play in front, in front of 40 people.
0: Yeah, um,
1: if we're lucky,
0: there it, it could just be one of those nights where everybody that lives here, all five of them just don't show up, so. Yeah. Yeah, Fresno can, be, Fresno can be weird. But then we just played a really big venue in Fresno with RH, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that there was that many people.
1: That's such an interesting fucking part of tours that you could spend one night in literally the worst fucking green room you've ever been in. And like, we have no space, we have no room, we have no, nothing nice is happening. And then the next night, you're just in like a fucking dope ass green room. Yeah. Bunch of food. It just depends on what city and what venue you're playing. Who like, the pro- dude, who the promoter is. What's the best green room ever? Fucking Bruise. Uh, no, best one.
0: Oh, best one ever? Norva. The Norva. I don't know. Red Rocks was epic.
1: Red Rocks was dope, but honestly Norva was better. Norva's so fun. It's like a play it's like a fucking playhouse. It's
0: in Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. so
1: in the green room there, there's like three different floors. They have uh they have one of the one of the band's green rooms has like fucking saunas in it and hot tubs and like a 10 person hot tub and then there's if you take an elevator to the middle floor there's a fucking basketball court where we can play basketball yeah and then the 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 top floor where everyone kicks it and like hangs out all night has ping pong tables arcade games a huge flat screen tv and catering like catering video games yeah
0: there's like fucking did you say uh what's the what's the things that you go like this on and you go boing boing boing
1: Boing, boing boing boing! The ball goes the around. Ping pong, ping uh, the fucking pinball. Pinball. Yeah. Wait, wait. Are you talking? They have pinballs there. Yeah,
0: they do. We have pinballs, and they have a they have pinballs in there. They I got see. Everything.
1: I get insanely competitive when I see a ping pong table, and I just fucking love beating everyone in ping pong. And they have a ping pong table there, and it makes me happy.
0: Yeah, it's you you're. I not, turn
1: into an animal. You're
0: dude. no good, trash at it, but. It's okay. You're no good. Trash That's at it. That's not true. You've seen that. me
1: beat people. That the,
0: they have you a pool table too. I would I like playing pool on tour.
1: Pool. Yeah. Um, you're we like, all You're kinda, probably better than me at pool. I I kinda, kinda we suck. all kind of suck at it. That's why it's fun.
0: That's why it's fun. Yeah. Remember? Didn't we like go bowling on tour once? And we all did like really fucking good. Yeah. We got. We were we stranded did. somewhere. I think. I, I, think I think I got a turkey. Is that what you ate? <laughs> You <laughs> You ordered the turkey? The bowling alley?
1: Yeah, dude, they were serving like I think I just got french fries. They were serving full on like Thanksgiving dinner turkeys there. Dude, have we ever talked about how I took online PE?
0: I never no, went but to That, P- sums, I up, never went that to PE sums you at up in a really nice way. I never went to PE at school.
1: Before the story was a lot Do you know they have Pelotons in high school now? Shut the fuck up. No, they don't, dude. You can't go back to high school, sorry.
0: No, only Pelotons. <laughs> um no they Um, the shit was a lot funnier before the lockdown and everybody had to do online PE, but (laughs) I seriously, I never went to PE in high school. Once I went to online PE and I had to go bowling. And so I had to join like (laughs) a fucking bowling group or, or I don't know if I had to join a bowling group or if I just had to go bowling a certain amount that year and just log my scores. And I did that. And I had to have like the fucking 50 year old guy that just sprays shoes all day. I had to have him sign my thing. That'd be a bad job. Fuck, dude. Imagine just being 50 spraying shoes. Yeah. But you know what? Somebody has to do that. And that's cool. I love that for them. <laughs> but um, I would that do, that, do that. And then the other half of it was a health course. And I they, I would just like be like, I would be sitting in my room, jumping up and down and then checking my pulse and being like, I just went on a walk and my pulse is this. and <laughs> And like, I would be like, I went hiking this weekend and I saw a Gila monster and I was just like, I was just walking around my neighborhood smoking cigarettes. Remember Sex Ed? Yeah. Sex Ed was out of control. Yeah, he was weird, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He was out of control. (laughs) Dude, he was weird. It's weird that you, me and you were talking about the
0: same guy. I didn't know you knew Sex Ed. Oh yeah, man. Sex Ed, that guy was out of control. (laughs) 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 Oh man No yeah Sex head That shit was Fucking weird
1: I had a teacher That would like Make jokes about it While teaching it In a way that was So absolutely Like he'd get cancelled today He'd get fired And then cancelled And then fired again Yeah He would like Make jokes with like The jocks make like penis jokes yes like, he'd make like dick jokes like how while old is uh, sex? Ed. how old is sex ed that's
0: young right that's like elementary Are you talking
1: about the guy how old is sex ed himself or the <laughs> class
0: well, his class that he started <laughs> sex, sexual ed
1: uh, uh i think it started in like fourth grade right? yeah
0: right yeah they, did they teach abstinence for you or do they teach clean fucking at fourth grade <laughs> <laughs> I think it was abstinence only at my school. I can't remember, dude. Oh, there's somebody here. Oh, oh no, no, God. no, no. Turn your turn around. Oh, God. Oh, no. Turn around. Oh, God. No.
1: Oh, God.
0: All right, we got to call it. Oh, my God. Tanner's here. Oh, God. Cover your ears. Don't look. Cover your ears. Don't look at him. Don't
1: look. Don't look at him.
0: Oh, if we ignore him, he'll go away. <laughs> I think we should maybe just call it now.
1: All right, uh... We're not alone anymore, which means we have to go because um, that's just how we do it here. Yeah. All right. Peace out, people. Yep. See you later. later. Later.